With the inception and traction that blockchain and crypto has gathered, the world is possibly on the verge of the largest evolution since the mainstream of the internet. Given the fluidity and dynamic nature of this technology, business leaders, enthusiasts, and veterans all need to band together to navigate the current and upcoming storms. Participants in Web 3.0 want a trusted resource that gives them pertinent information about projects, tokens, technology, and businesses. We are business people talking the business of crypto. We are Y Whales. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Y Whales. Again, wherever in the world you are today, because we got Alex, uh, he's, he's vacationing down in Costa Rica, but he's been nice enough to spend some time with us. Um, but but let's go ahead and, and look at a little backstory. So right now we've got the crypto market. I, I don't even think people know what to do. Um, you know, less than 24 hours ago, Tornado Cash was just kind of yanked um, out of the entire decentralized internet. And Circle, who was, I would say, is probably my favorite stablecoin, um, just went ahead and any... any um, of their tokens that were in in Tornado Cash or touching any of those wallets just went ahead and froze. So what does that mean? Where's where's kind of everything going to go? I I don't think we really have an understanding um, at this time, but more so, it doesn't seem to have massively affected the crypto market because I don't think anyone knows what it means. Uh, Bitcoin sitting at 23,000 coming up from its summer low at about 17, uh, 18,000, wherever it ended up hitting. Um, And and again, I always talk about the builders are building. Um, So right now, kind of from our perspective and and Whales, we're seeing not a ton of excitement about investing in coins or or tokens, but tons, tons, and tons of time and energy spent on where are regulations going to fall? What, who's building what? How are the future use cases and utilities going to be for these protocols? And and so with that, let's go ahead and and, and queue up uh, Alex here. Alex, you've got a long, you know, kind of history in and around tech, um, you know, blockchain specifically coming in here recently. But, but if you don't mind, let's let's go ahead and, and jump into your backstory and kind of, you know, what was your first cryptocurrency experience, <laughs> and you know, where, where, what was kind of your, your thoughts around like why you got into this industry? Yeah, for sure. So starting off, um, I started off in tech twenty plus years ago uh, as a software developer, uh, writing code that you put on military drones. Uh, can tell you what it does. Uh, that's uh, that's that's all I can say. Uh, but it was okay. a fun time. Uh, different kind of cutting edge technology. Uh, so have been fascinated by technology ever since. Um, fast forward to 2010, moved myself to New York City, and started my first company uh, out in New York. Uh, it's a AI um, big data SaaS play, uh, and you will see in my career has always been. Leveraging different technology on sort of human coordination and uh, making work better. Uh, so for the first company, it's a company called Visual Revenue. Uh, it's a SaaS product for editorial team. So helping the editorial team at the CNN, Forbes of the world in programming their own homepage. So say, hey, you know, this story about Donald Trump should go to like this part of CNN.com. We help you A-B test live the, the headline as well. Uh, slightly apologize for all the outlandish headlines that now you see on, uh, on weather.com. I think they just go insane about A-B testing uh, headlines. And, uh, it's nice. It's nice that we know who to blame. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sometimes I read the the data. I say, what are they testing? Um, but uh, so in 2013, ended up uh, selling that uh, that the company to a late stage ad tech company out in uh, in, in New York. Uh, 
could have could have left the second the, the transaction was over. There was no terms for us to having to stay. Uh, but if it didn't feel right when you know someone they think pay you a good amount of money. I think you should make sure that uh, everything is well integrated and in in good hand. So uh, stuck around for a little bit uh, over a year, making sure that the the product, the team are well integrated into into the acquirer, and then um, with the same about the same group of founders, including my current co-founder Matt, a uh, CTO, we started a second company, uh, also in the AI theme, but also in the human coordination theme, uh, a company called X dot AI. X dot AI is a meeting scheduling platform. Uh, that leverage AI to um, using natural language processing uh, to schedule meetings over email. So think about uh, like many many of this uh, audience here have dealt with real life uh, personal assistant. We are build we were building an AI powered personal assistant, but there's only one thing, and that one thing is schedule meetings. So uh, have you met me somewhere and say, hey Alex, let's meet up for a cup of coffee. I will CC in my assistant, uh, Amy or Andrew at X.AI. And the bot would take over the conversation over email in coordinating the time zone. Is it a re- is it an in person meeting versus virtual? If it is virtual, what is a Zoom link? Get the uh, get the timing right, the duration, and so on and so forth. Deal with the rescheduling. Um, I, I I would love to play around with that because my my poor EA Andrea. Um, it, I mean, we deal with. Thousands of people around the world. Time zones are ever shifting because they're traveling and everything else. And there's many better things that she could do with her time than scheduling. But it's like ninety percent of what she does. So we will. We're not here to talk about that today. But absolutely, we'd love to put that to a test. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that that's no longer available. Um, so oh, see? The, there you the, go. Com- the company was acquired, um, and then it got folded into uh, into a different platform. See, so the core meeting scheduling and AI technology remain, but uh, is no longer a standalone product. Uh, no worries. Like I said, I knew it was too good to be true. <laughs> Andrea, your job is safe. I know. Right. Hey. So um, yeah, after that uh, that that project, um, me and my co-founder Matt start talking about what's next, and um, you know decided you know that we uh, after spending ten years together want to keep doing it. So uh, got back together for a third project, and uh, we started off playing around with with a few. Uh, Different projects, and one of them being a, a redeemable NFT that you can. Uh, we, we we work with a set of uh, VCs and entrepreneurs in New York City, and uh, minted a set of NFTs with them. And there, but there is a power, the utility behind that NFT is that you uh, the holder of the NFT can go back to the to the VC or the entrepreneur and say, hey, I would like to redeem this uh, token that represents something that is in return. Uh, that something could be anything, but uh, Ninety percent of the of the time, it was having a phone call or a one hour walk down in downtown Manhattan with the VC or with the entrepreneur. Um, we created that, donated all the proceeds to uh, to the charity of of of, the, of our users' choice. Uh, it was a great project. It's also a great learning for us, sort of really building in the first time building in Web three. Uh, wrote our first smart contract, and uh, but also also at the same time. Starting to uh, getting ourselves involved more in the, the token communities and, and these the decentralized organization DAOs, um, and got us really really excited. Um, for me particularly, I'm an organizational design nerd, um, it's a mouthful, and I spent a lot of time when I was running X.AI, the second company, on thinking about how do we push decision to the edge. 
how do we really get the team to have the have the right context? Um, how do we introduce um, voting into in, in into uh, our, our sort of startup context? Uh, ran a bunch of experiments from things like letting the whole company vote on what uh, what project should we work on, or give people a lot of flexibility on how they want to move around different teams. Some were really great experiments, and some were really not that great. Um, so when we started to getting ourselves involved in DAOs, we just figured that there's just a, a whole new level of opportunity to be able to build and create these set of communities that were really not possible before. Um, having tools like token and smart contract to facilitate uh, distributed work or distributed organization. Um, that's how we got into uh, into Web three and, and and starting Chamverse. Well. It's a fabulous story, and I I have to say I really commend you guys for the fact that you you found you know a great partner, um, and you've done multiple businesses with them. You know my my longest partner is um, Aaron, and I've been with her for now three companies, and I entirely know how much it, it's you know beneficial to have that 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 you know kind of asynchronous like you guys just think together alike. You know where where you're move where you're what you're working on. Um, and really, again, bouncing around to a lot of things. So you've kind of gone into AI, um, and now you're you're over here in blockchain. Have you have you integrated yet any AI into to things you're doing? Because generally, once people start thinking about, oh, the bots run it, like you're not even promoting it, but it's just there. <laughs> yeah. So whenever I talk to people about AI, uh, so of course, uh, all my investors, well, not all, but certainly many investors of, of ours, and looked at our, our track record and said, you know what, yeah, what are we going to do with AI and uh, and, and DAOs? That will come in the future, uh, because as you can imagine, kind of operating a, a DAO and the many transactions, having data both on chain and off chain, is kind of a AI enthusiast's dream, really. Um, oh yeah. But but I think the trick to to get to AI first is is actually having a, a, a large amount of well labeled data, um, which I don't think we're quite there yet when it comes to decentralized organization. Yeah, and and so what's you know, I like to say, you know, DAO is decentralized autonomous organization is what it stands for. And the reason I have to point that out is because there's so many people that thinks the A stands for anonymous organization, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so clearly, you know, you're building a community. And, you know, communities are, are in, in, in Will's opinion, they are going to be the pinnacle of Web3 going forward. The, the core concept around the fact that you can take a group of people around the world um, and that have never met each other, may never be in a room together, and you can build a, a you know what looks like a company, provide ownership, provide shares, provide voting rights, um, governance, and, and a variety of other other um, you know roles and, and responsibilities, all from your computer, and it's all it's all logged. It's there. There, there's no kind of cheating in the system of saying, "Well, you didn't vote for this or you didn't do this." It, it's you know, again, the technology has a long way to go, and and so I'd, I'd kind of you know, let's just jump into the pitch right now because I'm 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 a DAO geek. I love this stuff. Um, and so let's let's talk a little bit about Charmverse, like what you built, why you built it, um, and kind of a little bit of how it's operating t- today. And I know you've got a long roadmap already built out. Yeah. So we are a DAO operations platform. Uh, basically, we want to support so any use cases within a DAO. We want to either be the the provider providing it or provide the integration that you can get to it. Um, some of the base functionality, the look and feel, you can almost say like it is a little bit notionish. Um, so that there is a there's a base editor, there is a, a base task management system, 
but where we really shine is the intersection of productivity and Web3. So some of these special sauce includes being able to log into the platform with your wallet or your Discord ID, or being able to, instead of needing an admin to add people and then remove people as they come in and out of a DAO, we can associate tokens and using the token to grant roles automatically, creating token-gated content. So if your DAO, of course, have the base token that uh, maybe unlock the space in the read-only mode, but then also you can give people special NFT badges that represent sort of the leveling or the, the, the status uh, of, uh, of yourself, and then that can automatically grant you additional access. Um, and then on top of that, if you're tracking tasks within a team, say you are running a co the community team uh, in, 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 the, in your task board, you can turn some of those tasks into bounty to engage your community to get them to both help do some of the work, but also get them to onboard into some of the day-to-day -day actual work of the, of the community team. Uh, we facilitate from the creation of the bounty all the way to paying it out. Um, so, oh, so you guys started with the technology, the DAO. Um, and then you've gone and layered in, you know, different utilities of NFTs and voting and governance and everything else on top of that. Correct. What what came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it the DAO and or the community? So we were looking at yes, the need of a DAO. How do we support a DAO? Uh, which, okay. uh, in terms of technology or tools, uh, many would tell you that like they were just one big Discord. Um, and yeah. trying to if we hack around Discord to to make things happen, which we think that uh, we can do a lot better than that. I, I agree. Yeah. So, so I'd like to point out, you know, there's a number of there's a number of these projects that exist today that don't have any technology to back up what they're doing. And so, I think that what Alex just said is is very true. There's some very prominent uh, NFT, um, you know, profile picture projects that are out there that have raised tens of millions, in some cases, hundreds of millions of dollars for their projects for their DAO, um, of, of which it's managed entirely on like Google Sheets. Um, you know, there's there's really no blockchain component to it. There's this, the only smart contract that they have is the smart contract that's deploying the NFTs. Um, and and it, it latest, I'd say maybe they're using collab.land um, or, or some very basic um, utility to kind of grant a few roles here and there. But as far as like governance, meaning here's what we're voting on, here's why we're voting on it, here's the log of who voted on it, here's the results of the voting on it, like those types of things, um, you know, there, there's no pretty UI. And, and I looked at what, what you guys are doing today, Alex, and I'm extremely impressed. Thank you. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, UI. That's certainly, I think, one thing, or not one thing, but one of the major areas of why I don't think we're onboarding more people into Web3. It's just that I think the fundamental technology is very, very exciting, but they are all different pieces and they are very, very difficult to use particularly for someone jumping into this space. Between the jargon and the various protocols and tools and chains, um, we look to change that so that when, when you join a community, you can actually get the experience you expect coming from Web2, um, but also get the benefit from the underlying technology from, uh, from Web3. Yeah, you know, and, and I give an example a lot to people. You know, I speak constantly about crypto, crypto, and and everything else. I'm sure you do as well. And and the best way I'd say is that a majority of crypto investors, it's the, it's the equivalent of a bunch of people running into Walgreens or a drugstore and looking at that gift card aisle. 
there's all these gift cards of, of various companies and some are shiny, some are red, black, white, blue, you know, they've got various numbers on there. And, and it's as if people have no idea other than the fact they're going, I have this one and I'm collecting all this, all of them from this row. Cause I like all the ones that have these types of names on there, but there's very few people that understand what those gift cards go to and what you can actually purchase or what you can do with those. The number of people I know that, that own governance tokens, um, you know, for, for various, for various projects and have no idea that there's actually a project of which these are voting shares, um, you know, is, is crazy. They're just going, well, I bought it at this and it's going up to this lately. It's going down to something else. But you know, the, the, the number of people that I say, well, why do you, why do you own all of those? Well, because they're going to be more valuable. But why? And and I think that you're answering a really core question, which is the which is coming back to the UI. That if it was easy for people to do, if people could go on Coinbase and, and purchase a project that they liked, purchase the NFT that, that coincides with it, and instantly log in with with their Coinbase wallet. Again, I, I hate promoting Coinbase, um, but but just from that very easy perspective, that you can have somebody on their phone app in you know one two three you know, you're onboarded and ready for voting. That's a workflow that does not exist today that, w- that we've seen. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So th- that's exactly where I think, I think the, um, the community is going toward. How can we make, sort of make sure that utilities are, are apparent uh, to people so that yeah, it's not just a JPEG, uh, but there's other things attached to it that make, makes the, uh, the token or the NFT worthwhile. So when, when you're trying to talk to people about DAOs and, you know, outside investors and, and just kind of new people to it, what, what's the way you kind of describe um, how you're facilitating this, this organization? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I do I just also try to oftentimes try to stay away from using the word DAO, uh, kind of part of the jargon in, in, in crypto that um, scare people away. You know, what is decentralized autonomous organization? Um, but yeah, oftentimes we talk about communities because um, sometimes you might not have, need to be a full-on, you know, um, traditionally defined DAO to, uh, to, to gain benefit, right? Um, if you are entity communities uh, starting to have token or maybe even not even have token yet, you're thinking about having token, being, having a place that you can coordinate work, being able to put, put down your onboarding material, being able to start creating uh, a directory of, of your members uh, and then simply just conduct day-to-day work, that's a, that's a start, right? But then yeah. you can now progressively layer on these other capabilities that if you want to get fancy about controlling your roles and access, you can use NFT to do so. Or you can issue people POAP. Um, if you want to now... Uh, you know, get some additional help or to, to use um, bounty to in to to bring in new members. You can you can use the bounty functionality. Uh, if you're ready to vote, uh, ready to start creating proposal, um, we have that as well. So you can start to like layer on these capabilities and and and, and sort of graduate into into other use cases. Um, then we're trying to help you do that along the way. Yeah, you know, one of the things I, I really like um, about just your approach is that you're you're chain agnostic. Um, so not every chain. Um, you're current, currently working on a few of those, but I mean, I, I love the fi- fact just looking on here that that you know 
ETH is ETH is ETH, and ETH is going to be going through a number of changes here later this year. Uh, going from proof of work to proof of stake, I, I cross my fingers and and hope and pray that it, it goes well. Um, but but I'm not holding my breath for that because I, I think there's a number of challenges that that are going to occur. Um, not from the fact that everyone's not working very diligently, but just give the hackers some time. They're 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 not going to be the ones that are you know showcasing bugs until they have time for the exploits. Um, but but you know just the fact that that you're kind of going look. The technology is is above any one chain. The core concept of connecting people um, is is, a, is really cool. And so, how did you guys? Because there's very few projects like you that are going. You know, right off the gate, we support what eight, nine different different chains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, we want to be where our communities are. Right. So, if they are on, if they are issuing. Um, NFTs on Polygon. We want to make sure that those are included, you know, in in those communities are included in in, in our platform are not excluded, um, or or like our, our platform be a lot less powerful if you uh, yeah again if you want to use you want to pay others with your with your chain or with a particular token that's not uh, not ETH. Um, we want to make sure that like those are those are all possible. So, so help me just like walk through. So, so why whales? You know, we are going. You know, you have no history for us. Um, we will be changing over to a DAO. Right now, we're a traditional company. Um, you know, we're we're a Delaware LLC, and we did that by design. But we're you know kind of pre baked, ready to go on chain. So let's say we're 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 coming to Alex and we say, hey, we would like to onboard our members. We've got. 1,300 members around the globe. Um, just walk us through the process of, of what that looks like from, from the initial, you know, kind of building out the smart contract, uh, distributing shares, you know, creating votes. What, what is, you know, kind of how does that, how, how long does it take and what's, what's the process? Yep. So typically what I will start off with, say it was, it would be a, sort of creating a set of uh, pages in our system to simply, those are your public pages that describe what YWell is. What are some of the key things? Like what, what are the mission and vision of the, uh, of, of the would-be DAO? Uh, maybe even some of the initial um, uh, community calls, call notes or, or recording, being able to let, having it there. So people can just get a sense without sort of joining. Um, but then would be once they are ready to go, um, be able to direct them to a, either the NFT or the, or the token minting, uh, minting site to this is where you get started to, to buy one of the sort of buy into the DAO, right? Um, and then on the fifth side of that is once you uh, have, have um, gained access to the token, then you unlock sort of the remainder of the space um, that the token unlocks. Um, and as a start, perhaps everyone sort of gained, maybe there's two level of access. One is that, you know, all the 13,000 members to be able to, you know, just get sort of read only across the whole space. If you are take on a more, you know, building public transparency model. Um, and then perhaps there is a, for the, for the, uh, for the core contributor, there will be a, a private sections where some of the more sensitive area can be, can be, can be kept in the meantime. And that will be sort of your start. And then you can start to layer on task tracking, bounties, uh, voting, or even just doing light, lightweight polling um, about what you want to do. Uh, and then one thing we didn't quite talk about is reputation. Uh, every DAO member will get a, a profile page uh, on Chamverse so that you can start sort of build out your Web3 resume uh, using Chamverse. 
Fabulous. And, and, you know, you guys are, you're still early. You're still in alpha, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. How many, how many, uh, uh, testers, uh, communities do you have right now testing? So we have a, we have a few thousand. Wow. So you guys are like, you guys are just, everyone come on board. How's it going? What, what are some of the, the larger ones that you have? So, um, well, the largest one we can't disclose yet. Um, but um, so there are a few Harmony DAOs uh, that are on our chain. So we actually yeah, have, have, been, um, have been fortunate to get, get some grant from Harmony uh, as well as uh, I mean, they, they sort of see the, the value that we bring to the, to the different Harmony communities. Um, so, so yeah, some of the larger DAOs are like the Harmony um, community DAOs or the validator DAOs that are, that are out there. That's fabulous. No, I, I love that. Congrats. Um, you know, so, so clearly it's, uh, again, a, a concept of which is resonate with a bunch of people. Um, let, let's take a, a step back and, and let's just talk about kind of the overall blockchain Web3, you know, ecosystem as well. Um, we, we saw Olympus DAO, which is, you know, a very different structure than, than what you guys have. Um, we saw, but we saw them go from zero to 3.3 billion in about seven, eight months um, and then come crashing down, you know, short, shortly thereafter. Um, what was your perspectives on watching, you know, kind of that, that organized community, um, you know, build up that quick? And, and then, you know, what were your thoughts around their failures? So partially, I think is is demonstrating um, one part is really exciting, and the other part is you know to to learnings on on, on that area, right? So um, I love the idea that in Web three we are not paying Google or Facebook for uh, for ads, um, you know, and, and, and instead finding different ways to build up the user base. Um, Olympus DAO uh, and, and many others had experimented very successfully in how do you leverage tokens or token mechanics to build sort of new way of user acquisition. Um, and I think there's continue to have more and more experimentation in that area. That's super exciting. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the fact that they could even scale. I mean that that's the thing that was is so big is that for you you've done VC work um, you know for for twenty plus years you know what it's like to to take money in um, you know to do it you know ethically correct um, and legally correct you know it, it's a big lift and suddenly now you have have these DAOs and you know you're you're U.S. based uh, so so am I so we have certain laws to follow but if you're kind of international and you say I you know laws don't apply to me, um, you can dynamically really showcase some interesting parts of this technology. Um, and I don't, I don't recommend that for anyone from an investment perspective because, uh, you know, the, the other issue with Olympus DAO is they raised the money illegally, so they could not deploy it because um, any VC, you know, if I, if I went to Alex and said, hey, Alex, I'd love to invest in, in, in your project, and I'd say, hey, I'd like to give you, you know, $10 million, he's going to be like, Great! This is fabulous, um, and he's going to hand me a whole bunch of paperwork to fill out, and I and I can't respond back going, "Well, I'm a DAO. I don't, you know, I don't have this paperwork." He's going to be like, "I, I ain't touching your money," and and that's and that's the reality of it. And I think that a lot of people really failed to understand that, that this is, you know. Olympus DAO was, was a very uh, Napster moment. Um, it proved that the technology was viable, but it did so in an illegal format. And, you know, listen, I'm going to get nothing but hate mail from all the people saying, oh, it's decentralized and blah, 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 blah. That's great. Um, it, at the end of the day, you know, Napster was, was not decentralized, but it was a bunch of people that was making the argument that I had bought the CD, this is my music, I can do whatever I want with, and let's be clear, 
didn't matter what your argument was or how sound you you had it. Here we are a decade plus later, and and we've seen that that quite simply the laws are going to hold up. Look, you know what just happened with Tornado Cash. I I don't see anything wrong with they were what they were doing. I don't even know what law they were violating. Right. Um, but 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 quite simply that. The, the government's going to come and say we don't like you, and and you're just erased from the in, from the internet, or you know, hey, we're going to punish anyone that interacts with you. And so I, I I look at you know coming back long circle, coming back to where we started here, you know that that what you're building right now, and the fact that the you have known entities that you do have onboarding, you do have dashboards, you do have the, these these um, you know tools in place will absolutely allow those. DAOs that do want to create a real company, that do want to have real long-term value, you're giving them a fighting chance to, to at least try to adhere to, to local national laws. Yes, yeah, so actually really kind of to your earlier question, that's exactly why we sort of dove in um, taking this position first, right? Because we we not really want to support quote-unquote Ponzi scheme necessarily. Uh, what, we want, what we want to support is building real value uh, we see that a real community is getting built that are un- unseen before, that being able to scale in, in a way that will be different. Um, but we, we, we see that like you can have real value creation in Web3, not just hoping that the next person will pay more money for the, for the coin or the NFT. I think we do more. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and DAOs, like to me, DAO, DAO is one of the most, like, biggest use cases for what's going to pr- push the entire technology forward of, of web3 you know why would why would you be part of a DAO why would you you know invest in an nft why would you you know there's a lot of these things like why um, and I think DAO is one of those easiest reasons to say like well you're going to want to be in web3 because that's where a DAO is um, a DAO can't just by nature cannot exist in a web2 platform in a normal SaaS platform because no matter how much you trust no matter how much you trust you know Amazon or s3 or Azure or whoever it is like there's a ba- there's a backend database of which someone has admin control and can absolutely make that change. The difference on blockchain and the transparency that you have there is you need to have that level of trust. And it doesn't matter if somebody gets in and messes with it. You you know where the history was and you can pick up where you left off. And so I, that, that level of trust, um, I, I think, is going to be a, by one of the largest dynamic changes on Web3 um, is exactly what you guys have built here today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, we, of course, we are also very excited about the ownership side, right? Just to be able to really, um, again, sort of bypassing, instead of paying Facebook and Google, that um, some of those allocation now goes to early user, early supporter, uh, early people who really believe in the project and really spread the word about the project. Of course, also people who are building the project as well. Uh, but I think that is such, such a big change into how... how Hopefully, large organization can be built in a much more equalizing and uh, and fair way. Well, let's also start with some small organizations. Um, you know, to to me, and I, I I believe platforms like what you've built. And and again, I'm not I'm not here to you know blow a ton of smoke at you. Um, but but I, I look at it as there's no in a in a Web three world, the core concept behind like a GoFundMe. Um, it entirely just goes away. There's no reason for it whatsoever. If you're passionate about an idea, you're passionate about a subject, you want to go save the whales, um, you know, what can you do right now in Web 2? And I say this all the time. You, you can, if you've got a Facebook group with a million people in there and you say, 
we're here to save the whales. What are you really able to accomplish in a Web2 world? You, you, can, you can make a bunch of noise. You can raise a bunch of awareness. You can send a bunch of money to a third-party platform. That third-party, you can tend to take the money from the third-party platform and send it to another third-party organization who's then going to report back about what they did with the money. But at the end of the day, you have no control. You have no ownership. And you didn't really create anything other than the fact you moved money out of a bunch of people's pockets to a certain organization. You may feel better but your long-term value creation really isn't there. The idea that you can come, come around and say, hey, I am really passionate about saving the whales here in a Web3 world. And you can spin up a DAO, I'm sure, what, in how long? 20 minutes? 30 minutes? If that. <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah. You, you, can spin up, you can spin up a DAO. We now know who's running it. We can verify, we can verify on chain the, the history of, of how often they've done this and what, what they've done in the past. You can create those voting and governance rights. So as you raise capital, for saving the whales, your your members who have raised the money can say, hey, 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 I did not want it to go to this organization or I did not want it to go this way. This is how we want to see see the money um, you know, distributed. And again, having those voting rights and actually being able to get some ROI out of this over the long term. Now, whether or not they stay around forever and and and, and create a new Greenpeace, you know, that that's up to the DAO. That's up to the community. But at least at the end of the day, there was a voice that happened, you know, from day one all the way through through liquidity. Yeah, and I think it's it's doing it in a truly international manner. That I think like a lot of organization, uh, community, really were very U.S. or European centric. Um, and I think when I think when you look at DAO, it's it's almost flipped the other way. That there's a ton of more contribution from from Asia, from from other parts of the world that are not often seen uh, compared to many other projects, particularly that I have dealt with or have, have you know observe um, in, in, in across the past 20 years. Yeah, I mean, I can absolutely have the conversation that I, I, I look at DAOs as the next evolution of companies. Um, you know, for a lot of part of the world, so let's go ahead and talk about the second and third world con- countries. You know, they don't have like the ability just to spin up an LLC. You know, that you can't just go down to the local courthouse and say, hey, I'd like to incorporate and here's how I want my shareholders agreement to look. Um, and even if you did, it wouldn't hold water because, you know, most of the laws and in, in courthouses in, in some of these countries are, are essentially non-existent. So the fact that you can get together a group and say, here's our core mission, here's our core values, here's how we're going to distribute voting and rights and everything else. And it's all unchained, it's all understandable. And if someone goes, I don't like this, I don't want to deal with it anymore, great, go sell your stuff and and someone else will come on board um, and, and pick up where you left off. I, I, to me, like I said, there, there's very little technology in Web3 that's more exciting than DAOs. Preaching to the choir, man. <laughs> So, so what what was some of your what are your some of your examples that you've seen of just you know some amazing success uh, coming out of a, some of your communities? You've got a thousand of them. There's got to be a few good stories. So I would almost forget about the on a DAO specific manner, but more about individuals that I had never. So I, I've worked in many companies, uh, and many companies have different divisions and offices across the U.S. or across the world in some cases. Um, and they all come into different models. They come in, you know, it could be a, a satellite office. It could be um, you have some sub, a contractor or you have a freelancer in, 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 in Asia or whatever. It, had, it never really felt right. Um, there's always that the, the the power dynamics that that goes into like if you you, you really kind of have to be at the mothership to to get the best project to 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 get the face time to have to get the right promotion and so on. But when you're working in a DAO, um, 
the person that I'm talking to half of the time is is a PFP. Um, I don't even know what gender and then what part of the world are they are they in. Um, yeah, right now, I'm in Costa Rica. It doesn't matter. I, I'm typically in New York, uh, but the conversation is the same, right? Uh, again, half of my chat, they, I don't even have I don't even have video on. Um, and the ability for you to truly collaborate, truly actually think about only measuring on impact, only praising each other on impact and what they do and how they contribute, and not because of their gender, their their their, their race or location, is I have never seen it like that. Like, I, I've never seen it successfully implemented, and that's real doubt. Yeah, I, I I have to tell you, I see the same thing every single day. Um, that that. A lot of the focus of certain parts of, of the United States, you know, specifically, um, are, are entirely just not not. It's not that they're not spoken about; they're irrelevant in a Web three world. You you are validated based on on the content of your character, and there's nothing else. What are your thoughts? What is your contribution? And that's it. Um, you know, we're, they're, they're, these are not chat rooms. Uh, these are these are not. You know, th- these are people that are coming there trying to accomplish things around the world. They're trying to educate themselves in a very specific um, project. And I, I have to say, because of that. Because of the fact that there's zero focus on these things, I, the the Web three communities that I have seen in, in conferences around the world, or, or bringing them on and, and putting you know 150 plus people onto onto Zoom with cameras on, are easily the most diverse groups of anywhere in the world because you have you're, you're expanding beyond borders. Um, you're not just talking to people that are in your your geographical area because that's where where the technology allows you. Um, you know, there's not a single day that goes by that I'm not interacting with at least a dozen plus continents. Um, you know, I'll speak to I, this morning. I had a nice conversation with Australia. Talked to some people in Estonia, South Africa, a uh, little bit little bit of Europe, and and now here we are in Costa Rica, South America, and it, it keeps it will continue to move in that direction. Um, and more and more. And that's, I think, the biggest power of Web3 is, is the interconnecting people around the planet. And I say it all the time. Um, we can control everything but the time zones. Like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it does. It's a mix. It's, that's the, I think the only more difficult thing is if you, uh, if you require a lot of in-person or like synchronized communication, you're going to be waking up really early and staying up really late, particularly for crypto. Yeah, no, that's me. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. So w- when you're talking, so let's let's pivot over to NFTs because you know it, it's an integral part of, of the technology. Um, I, I think there's some people that really understand it, um, and I think there's others that are that are coming into the space now um, that that are looking at NFTs from you know about an eighteen month ago perspective, going, hey, if I just put a, a, a cute piece of artwork out there, then there's going to be this value, and it's it's rare because I I say it's rare because some famous artist did it. Um, and I think what a lot of people missed is that a majority of these, you know, profile, the PFPs, profile picture projects, you know, were incorporating some sort of DAO technology or some sort of community um, in and around their project, which is why they were scaled the way they did. Yeah. So you see a little bit of that um, just passed in, uh, back in May, NFT NYC, um, multiple events. Your entry is being needing need to have holding a uh, that particular NFT in your wallet for you to get entry, and that is your your entry ticket, right? And in a way, like that's your membership pass. Uh, and I definitely see that's where a lot of the NFT projects are, are going to be. That you are supporting the project, 
you are a member of the community, you get certain privileges, and then you get some rights um, by buying in, right? From from yeah, entering into this cool party in in, in NFT NYC to uh, voting on key thing that can change the way the the community operates, um, and then I think like you will continue to layer on these different ways of tracking um, reputation. Uh, so, for example, actually investment DAOs, you know, like 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 why uh, maybe future why whales, right? Um, I see a lot of uh, investment DAO are looking at how do we use Charmverse to mod using the uh, bounty functionality to track intros. Right, so every investor want to be that all they say uh, that everybody is very helpful, right? Um, but now all of a sudden, your intros can be actually tracked on chain. Uh, your transact that that transaction actually can be on chain, and it can be- then be serviced out in in a in a in a resume or in a uh, in a credential perspective, so that you can people can see you can build a leaderboard. You can actually say like there's a there's proof. Who actually is helpful? <laughs> yeah, no. Listen, the so here's a question I have because when we start talking about utility of, of token, you know, tokens or NFTs as well, um, there's this this nasty little agency called the SEC, um, and if you provide too much value to your token your, or your NFT, um, it, it, it then gets labeled as security. And if you're security now, now you know, like there's knocks on your doors and it's a very uncomfortable situation. So, so how do you walk that line with what you've built to, to allow it to have utility, to allow it to have use and to do everything you said, but, but to keep it out of that, that governance standard, which means that, that you're you know, tripping the circuit breakers uh, on the SEC? Yeah. So this is not financial advice or legal advice, <laughs> just Alex's opinions. Um, I mean, I think a big part of it is, again, seeing it as more of a membership badge um, and, and going from that point, right? So if you buy in a, uh, you know, to your, your local golf course membership, that's not a security um, you certainly have rights to to use the golf course. You may have rights to bring in some guests, um, but no one will call that membership batch a security. Um, so I think like that's sort of the storytelling way of thinking about the line that's, of like you know. Yeah, it's a good story to tell yourself. Um, you know, and, 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 and this is you know it, it, it is. There's no right way to do this. So you know, to be clear, I'm not calling Alex out on this in any way. I'm I'm honestly curious if if he's found like the loophole. Um, you know, it's it's just going to be it's going to take some time. And I think there's a lot of communities out there that are that are you know understand this and kind of holding back in a few perspectives, and others that just don't care. And they're like you know they're promoting here's the utility, here's the rewards, here's the distributions, here's the dividends, here's all the things that you know like twenty twenty you know, roadmap items ago, you tripped that circuit breaker and created a security, but, but no one's, you know, there, there's no one knocking today because it's just so early. So there's, there's nothing to be said, but I always want to give, you know, a war- little warning when you're playing with, with any, any cryptocurrency, when you're doing anything or especially creating it, you know, really like start with, with some legal advice. Um, if you want to play with the technology, play with the technology, understand it, know it. Um, but, but it, as soon as there's, there's money involved and it's important to you and, and whatnot, you know, I, it's not, it's not hard to call a lawyer. We've interviewed a number on the show. So there's my disclosure. You gave yours. Now we can move on. Um, so the other part of this is, is Alex, you, you've put a lot of time and energy into this. You, you've taken your experience from, you know, 20 years of, of building technology and you've open sourced it. It's, it's on GitHub, correct? Yes. Yes, it is. 
talk me through that. Talk me through that process. So, again, we use the word community must have been twenty times in this uh, over the past hour, uh, and this continue to be the case uh, that it is about building a technology to serve the community that we will have ways to to capture value um, in in the in the future. Um, but to, for me, like the key part is really bringing that um, value to our users. Um, part of that is the, the branding of Charmverse. Part of that is just being able to build with the community that you might be able to copy our code, but you can't really copy our roadmap and our thinking of how we see our world. Um, and then in the, in the future, when we do go launch that token, it will be interleaved into sort of how the, how the platform would work uh, and you would want to leverage the Chambers token um, to work with the Chambers platform. Uh, you know, so Alex, again, amazing conversation that we've had here about you know, just DAOs overall, the technology, the landscape, and and, and how early we are. Um, because I, I don't think in any way, shape, or form that that mainstream is is like a couple months away. Like I've heard some people say, like, oh, twenty three is going to be the year. Great. I've been hearing people say that since since 14. Like it's just around the corner. And I don't think that there's been that kind of killer app or that killer use case that's truly going to make tens of millions of people say, you know what? Blockchain's right for me. You seen anything cool recently that's uh, potentially going to live up to that? Um, So I am a huge fan of thinking about um, reputation, uh, membership, as you as you have heard already, um, so one of our partner projects, uh, Guild X Y Z, they so they 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 do they kind of uh, part of their offering is kind of like whole outline like you talked about um, mm-hmm. that uh, they provide token gated communities, uh, but they recently launched a uh, sort of new way for you to build community or build membership. Uh, so that uh, I think just announced like a week or so ago about being able to um, your the criteria is not necessarily holding a token, but could be maybe if you follow my uh, my Twitter account, then I create a, a community for you or for, the, or for them like the community uh, create a guild uh, for all the people who follow me on Twitter. Um, so I think they're really pushing the envelope on how do you think about community building. In both a Web two and a Web three perspective, um, starting off a token, but also expanding away from that. I, yeah. I, so number one, I I think Guild XYZ is is a is very cool, and they've got a very aggressive roadmap as well. But the idea about you know, again that same thing, token gating. Um, my my question to you, and you're a developer, you've been around the space. Like to me, I've, I've got two main issues with blockchain, and 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 you can validate or or or, or disagree. I think number one, bridges. There's not a bridge that I like. Um, that I trust at this point, and and we've had you know uh, um, uh, a variety, you know Dan from from Trail Bits come on and talk about you know it's just laziness that, that that's causing some of these things. Um, but moving bridges aside, I think wallets is the next issue, um, and the reason why I, I'm I there's not a single one of any roadmap that I've seen that's a, that is actually going to solve the issue. Everyone keeps trying to reinvent MetaBask, and that's just the entire wrong approach um, to to there because how are we going to manage? Like, let's go 10 years in the future. Like, we're 10 years past mainstream adoption. Every movie ticket, every speeding ticket, every encounter that I've had my entire life is going to be NFTized. And, and, and no one is giving me any ability to actually manage 
you know, the, the thought of thousands of new NFTs a year coming into my, you know, my online ownership. Um, you, what are your thoughts around there? Have you seen anything? Or are you, you kind of excited for like, how to manage all your NFTs and tokens? Um, so funny thing you're saying it. So first of all, I, I don't think so that that's a solved problem or necessarily have a, have a good answer for it. Um, I literally just uh, put out a tweet uh, about my wallet stack. So like the number of wallets that I have and what, what I use them for. So I have a wallet dedicated for like just minting. And then I have a wallet that I hold my asset. And then I have a wallet to represent my, my credentials. And then like I have another wallet for a different chain. And then like multi-sig for uh, holding, yeah. holding funds. It's a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, that's that's why that's why no one uses it. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, I, I have not seen a project that I can recommend yet. Um, I hope that someone in the community will solve that problem because yeah, it's supposed to be easier, not harder. We won't even get into the hacks, and you know, I, I won't even get started on the whole uh, you know uh, what was it um, slope. Uh, Swope wallet just exposing everyone's seed keys and and private and private and private keys and just going yeah here we'll just we're just going to send these up to the cloud so anyone can read these and 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 move things so um, it, it, there's a lot to a lot of work to be done um, but but I want to circle back and again Alex I think that you know you you and your partner coming into the space with the experience you have uh, as experienced entrepreneurs I think that you know really starts to showcase where this asset class is going um, we're moving past the, the the days of you know kind of JPEGs that had no value, had no community, had nothing, and, and really starting to build out the tools. And that's what's needed is just like any uh, any asset class. If you don't have the tools, if you don't have the resources, if you don't have the support, not everyone's going to go hire a developer and spend months building out a DAO platform. There's community leaders that go, I have an idea, I've got a, I've got a following, how how do I engage them? And I think you solving that, that from a 30 minute, you know, I can get up and running perspective is exactly how this asset class grows that we can continue to educate and adopt in, into, um, you know, interest groups that say I'm in Web3 because of this community. I think that's the way it happens more than just top shots saying we sell cool NFTs because. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think it, uh, the top shot of the world brings people into the space or get them to download the first wallet. But um, I think it, for, for, for our community to actually grow and sustain, we need to make working in it easy. No doubt. I, I, fu I fully agree. Um, Why Wills, that's uh, Alex from Charmverse and, uh, and a variety of other projects we got to hear from. Um, Alex, I, I'm guessing uh, Charmverse. Uh, what's your dot on there? Dot .io. There we go. I, I, I always get it wrong, so I got to ask. Um, you guys on Discord, everything else, the best way to get a hold of you is just through the website? Yeah, we're on Discord. Um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, so AlexPoon underscore H, HK. And uh, always find me there. Perfect. Why Whales? Uh, that's Alex and Charmverse. We'll catch you guys later. Be good. Thanks for having me. Why Whales was founded in 2021 by Jay Steinbeck passionate entrepreneur and business owner with the purpose of bringing YPO and YNG members together in the cryptoverse. YWales is a collaborative and confidential community centered around cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology, an exclusive crypto hub of more than 600 members. To be notified when we release new content, please subscribe to our show in your preferred listening app. For more information, visit www.ywales.com. 
Why Whales is not affiliated with YPO, but at this time only allow for YPO, YPO Gold, and YNG members due to privacy and confidentiality. Support and production for today's episode was done by Truthwork Media. Nothing in the podcast constitutes professional and or financial advice, nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto.